It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, Tuesday, Patrick Johnson Show as we uh, get ready to uh, bring you the Houston Huddle coming up later on. We got a, another full house today. Uh, we'll also hear from some pirate players and a very unique soundbite within our pirate report, I'm told today. So uh, that's courtesy of our guy, Cookie. First, we say hello to Ben Byram, who is uh, producing uh, today's effort. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. There you go. Cookie uh, is here as well. We'll hear more from him in a bit. But Cookie, how are Woo! you this afternoon? I'm All doing good? well. How are you doing on this fine afternoon? I'm great, Cookie. I couldn't be better. Love to hear that. If, if I were any better, I'd I'd be uh, the AAC Offensive Player of the Week, maybe. If I were any better, well, we know uh, that we will hear from Holton. <laughs> it is not. Damn. We will hear from Holton Nailers. Uh, boy, Cookie is uh, in a mood today. And Cookie, this this could be a big day for you. So just uh, let's see. Don't bite the don't bite the hand that feeds you, Cookie. I'm just going to say that. Um, but uh, good stuff yesterday. Boy, we got a lot of. Uh, Got a lot of great reaction yesterday to uh, to the show. And then, Ben, did you see where your boy, the coach of your Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, I'm looking for the exact statement because I want to quote it because it's so absurd. I'm surprised it he's is. still around. <laughs> well, you probably should be shocked. Here's what Matt Rule says. I think Baker's our quarterback. <laughs> I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not... Yes, he's our quarterback. Without a shadow of a doubt, he's. I think he's our quarterback. You think? Uh, oh my God, what a mess! Wisconsin, so, Nebraska, so, <laughs> Colorado. On uh, first take, which I, I I know, not not happening on any. <laughs> yeah, that's like your least favorite show in the world, right? I mean, there. they talk about the same three things every day. Cowboys. What are those, Cookie? Cowboys is one Cowboys? of them. Yep. Yeah. They, Cowboys? Yep. They bring up Aaron Rodgers a good amount, but even I'm sick of hearing about it. Yep. Okay. And then, and then the what's NBA. The, third? the NBA dominates the show. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, you know, it was funny. I, I, when they had the Celtics press conference the other Friday, uh, where they announced they suspended the coach, and then they had Screaming A on. Screaming. And then, like, like whoever the lady is who hosts the NBA stuff now, like, got all there and tried to step up to screaming a on that ain't happening. The show, yeah, you and can't he, do that. he, it didn't go well for her. He's like the CEO of ESPN at this point. I mean, he's on every single show. Well, you know what? I actually saw him on. He was on Fox last night. Really? Wow. On Jesse Waters' show. Yeah, it's very strange. Huh. Um, I have. Well, I can't play that here. That's. We'll keep. We'll stick to sports. All right. I want to. So, I, was this from yesterday, Ben? This was from yesterday, yes. So, Screaming A, who is from North Carolina, who went to Winston Salem State. I guess they were talking about the Panthers and how lousy they were Sunday. And then Screaming A says this. This is funny. I went to Winston Salem State University an hour away. I'm incredibly familiar with North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. 
Curtisville, Salisbury, you know what I'm saying? Burlington. I, I, we, I, I didn't bring up Raleigh, Durham, Greensboro, Charlotte. I brought up the little small town, Archdale. I brought up the little small town. What he basically did was name towns of the triad and then the RDU airport and then claimed he was North Carolina. He knows North Carolina. I'll give him his due. I've never heard of Curtisville or Archdale, so. You well, know. it's Kernersville, not Curtisville. Oh, I, I thought he said Curtisville. Okay, I know Kernersville. No, it's Kernersville. <laughs> I thought he said Curtisville. But that's Stephen A's You never heard of he, Archdale? He, no, I've never heard of Archdale. I have Archdale is a very pleasant. Uh, Archdale is a very pleasant little town uh, near High Point. I, I actually stayed in uh, Archdale for a night once, and it was a very pleasant little town. Everybody was very friendly and nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Archdale. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out Archdale. Stephen so A then, loves you. Stephen A. So does he? Here's the question: Does Stephen A. know North Carolina? Yes or no, Ben? Ah, uh, no. Is this a Twitter poll? <laughs> no. I, I think you can look at a map, and those cities just kind of, or not even cities, towns just kind of pop up in bold or maybe light bold. Like you could name towns around here, right? Yeah, you got Kinston, you got Farmville, you got Aiden, you got hey Grifton. You might have been a bad one to ask that. Snow Hill. Yeah, but I mean, you could. We could name towns around here off the top of our head, kind of easily. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, Cookie does he know North Carolina? Yeah or nay? Mayberry. (laughs) No, there's no Mayberry Cookie. I know yesterday was the 62nd anniversary of the beginning of Andy Griffith. That's what made me say that. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. But no, I don't think it's. Uh, that you know, it, that's it's not Mount real, Airy. That's not a real town, right? Is Mayberry's it? Yeah. not a real town. Well, it's based on, think, well, it's Mount Airy, is what Mayberry well, based on. Say right. Mount Airy. Hey, it's Cookie, more fun to say Mayberry. It is kind of more this fun guy. to say Mayberry. Ben, I'll say this: I think Stephen A. does know North Carolina better than Cookie. That's apparently, yeah, apparently say. Chris doesn't. Well, hey, I've actually yeah. had a wrestling match in Mayberry. It's, well, then you would know it's not Mayberry. <laughs> it's just more fun <laughs> to say like that. God. All right. Um, so then, never to let. Because, you know, the big argument on the Triangle Sports it was when he said Raleigh-Durham, was he referencing, like, the airport or whatever? And that's why I said what I said there. Who cares? But here is what uh, the the incredibly bright and uh, hilarious Hayes Permar, our friend from Sports Channel 8, he put together this mashup with Stephen A. and uh, Greenville's own Petey Pablo. Hit it, Ben. North Carolina. That's great. That should be the Carolina Hurricanes yeah, that, goal song. That was some great editing. <laughs> Credit to whoever did that. Our guy hates Permar. We might get Permar on tomorrow because we need somebody. And uh, we, uh, I'd like to have a guest tomorrow. Get him to make I, a I, rap I, video like that of us. Oh, he makes plenty of rap videos. You need to follow the Sports Channel 8 thing, Cookie. Well, I want Twitter. one of us. He's an official hot dog eating contest analyst as well. Yeah, he's the official July 4th Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest handicapper for the Patrick Johnson Show. Interesting. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. He's not going to put, he's not gonna put a, uh, a, a rap together of us, I, I don't believe. No. 
All right. Um, ben, anything else that I've missed today? Or, uh, or we should ask Cookie because Cookie's the man about town. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Mayberry, you know, a town yeah. that he yeah. frequents yeah. often. <laughs> no, look, I want to exist. I want a rap video of Ben going off about uh, Matt Rule. Oh, I could pull that off. That, that'd be a great yeah. rap video. What, do Cookie, that. do you have any? Do you have any music, musical taste, or editing skill? Uh, I got music taste, but no editing skill. I've been teaching him. Okay. No, Ben is okay. a great editor. That dude knows what. So he's why doing. don't you combine your knowledge of uh, music with Ben's right? producing abilities? Yeah, with we could Ben's create a producing abilities, and you guys. I mean, you know, don't let it deter from actual real work. <laughs> oh, this isn't real work. Now <laughs> it would not be real work. And you guys put together maybe a, a parody song about uh, Ben's rant on the Panthers. Well, Ben, I'm Friday. all for this. Oh, yeah, we can we can make that work. What if we took my rant and then we just did something like that? Okay, yeah, yeah. that sounds great. But you can't use the same song necessarily. That no, we, we're gotta, not going to use the same song. You've got to pair the rant up. Maybe you seize on something he said in the rant. And pair it up with a song. Do you see what I'm saying? Great idea. I'm not afraid to get yeah. outside my comfort zone. If you forget, back in the day, I, I prank called Boston, uh, Boston uh, radio stations oh, about Cam Newton. You remember that? And I turned out to be right. It was supposed to be a prank call, but I turned out to be I right. I didn't realize it was a prank call. I thought you were being serious on that call. Hey, well, they started. They they started listening to me. I fully meant it as a hey, joke, and then they started listening. Yeah. I was almost like a guest on the show. You almost were. That's when you were going to go to Boston. You thought you that was your your goal. That was my. Life. That was where Boston. I wanted to go. Ben was convinced he had a job. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. He, ben was convinced after that uh, call about Cam Newton a couple years ago. Guys, you don't understand. They love me up there. Boston. They think I'm interesting. Yeah. They love the accent. I think. I think that's what they like. Uh, all right. Well. Let's uh, get a break. A uh, little little variation from our norm. Uh, not so much, but we're 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 always unpredictable here on the Patrick Johnson Show. And we'll hear from Coach Houston in the Houston Huddle when we come back. They will not crash. Uh, they will not stop me. Tempo. Copy. And Pirates. Oh yeah. Panthers. Good baby. Very good. The P Man. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 94.3 The Game on Twitter. Coach Houston appearing with Henry Hinton and myself earlier today on Talk of the Town on Talk 103.7 in the new Talk 96.3. Uh, Coach uh, Houston joining us uh, as he does every Saturday morning. We also post the podcast as soon as it is uh, done, usually mid to late morning. Michael Buscemi will get around to doing that. And then we've got uh, that for you at 943thegame.com. We also uh, have uh, the replay of it here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Shall we start with uh, Henry's question to Coach, which was uh, the uh, reflection upon the dominant performance that the Pirates had against USF in Boca Raton on Saturday. We, we, uh, we missed a tackle on the glance route that gave up a 90-some-yard touchdown to Jimmy Horn, so that's the, that's the only mistake. But uh, it was a good first half and certainly offensively played uh, our best half of football of the year. So uh, it was a good way to start the game. 
Uh, of course, there's some great things to talk about um, and, and some some uh, some things that are not so great. Losing Rajay Harris for the rest of the season is certainly a negative. Uh, let's talk about, you know, what what kind of shape you're in running back-wise because, you know, Mitchell didn't play down in Florida either, and now you've lost Rajay Harris uh, for the year, which is just really unfortunate because he's such a great kid and we been right. such a joy to to, to watch. I know it's, it's got to be tough on you as well as as the parent figure and the coach to watch a kid go down and and lose the season. Well, you know, I've known Rajay since his sophomore year in high school when I was at James Madison and we were recruiting him. And you know, we have a very close relationship. And just I, I knew on the field what had happened, and uh, my heart just sunk. And uh, I just, you know, he and I have talked a lot since Saturday, and I'm just. You know, the biggest thing now is I'm just making sure that we're supporting him, and uh, you know he's going to be okay. Yeah, he it's, it's tough mentally right now, um, you know, but he'll get through this and he'll come back uh, full full speed uh, next year. But we just got to you know be there for him and help him get through this time of his life. But uh, yeah, certainly, certainly uh, you know a tough tough pill to swallow. So, uh, but he's a strong he's a strong young man. So he'll 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 come through this better on the other side. Coach, uh, it's Patrick here. Thank you for taking the time with us, uh, as you always do on, on these Tuesdays. We, we really appreciate it. Without going into all the details on Rajay, I mean, obviously a, a tremendous athlete, a great person. Uh, but, you know, these sort of injuries for running backs would have really been problematic years ago. Just kind of the from the advances in sports medicine and treating these injuries, I mean, you have to feel really positive about his prognosis. But that from the time when you started in this even – uh, to, to today, those advances are just remarkable, aren't they? They are, and you know, it's it, the injuries. It's it's a bad injury, but you know, as as far as they go, his is um, one that should make a complete recovery. You know, <clears throat> the damage is fairly isolated, and uh, you know, it should be. You know, with the, the rehab and the way he'll attack it, you know, I would say in you know six to six to eight months, he'll be full full go. So. You know he'll be you know out there with us at a limited capacity in the spring, and I'd say by summer he's going to be you know back to full speed. So um, and, and and you never know. I mean that's and that's what he and I talked about Saturday night and Sunday. You know you never know God's reasons for you know having things you know come through our lives, but you know he and I both feel firmly that there's a reason for this, and and uh, you know there'll be a positive something that comes out of it. So um, that's just uh, that's what we're focused on right now. Yeah, absolutely. But gosh, you know, years ago, uh, it would be over a year in some cases for other athletes. Yeah. It, it's sure. just, it's remarkable. It really is remarkable what uh, sports medicine and, and uh, surgeons have, have done and how much that's advanced. L- let me ask you a little bit about the running back room. We always get uh, uh, the quite that's, that's kind of the stock question. It seems like you always get with this group uh, during press conferences, but there is depth there. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, what yeah. are you, what are you, uh, you know, thinking about Keaton's status for this week? And then, who are some names? Because I'm being asked a lot. Of, I know you mentioned on your radio program last night that Pop McKay had been, unfortunately, uh, a little uh, nicked up since uh, the preseason. So uh, what can you share with us this morning about that? Well, um, you know, Keaton improves daily, and, you know, we expect to have him Saturday. Uh, certainly uh, Marlon Gunn um, had a great day last Saturday, and I mm-hmm. think he showed uh, all that we've been seeing in practice. And that's a kid that since the beginning of the season he is – improved just exponentially uh which it's just 
it's kind of evidence what happens when you have a talented player that has a great work ethic uh, and is driven uh, because when they work hard and they practice hard, they improve you know, quickly when they have talent. And uh, so he certainly has done that. So we feel very comfortable with him. We felt comfortable with him Saturday, which is why we were cautious with Keaton. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we expect to have those guys. Camaro Edmonds has been progressing throughout uh, the season, and we feel com- very comfortable with him. So you'll see him this Saturday. Um, and then you have some other guys in that room. And, yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated with Pop, uh, you know, his uh, – you know, the injury that he has, and, you know, it's, it's been a hamstring strain that's gone on for, you know, a month and a half or so now. And so, uh, you know, it'd be good to get him back in the mix. But uh, I like the guys that we have available for us. Coach Mike Houston here with us on our uh, Houston huddle this morning as we talk ECU football. Coach, got to go to Tulane this weekend. And they may be one of the surprises in college football this year. They're 4-1. and one. They beat Houston. They beat Kansas State. Um, the only game they lost was a little bit of a surprise game. They lost to a Southern Miss in a close one, 27-24. But uh, Willie Fritz has really got it going on down at Tulane right now. This is uh, this is going to be a tough road trip for you. There's no doubt. And they probably should be 5-0. and oh. You know, you watch the Southern Miss game and, you know, everything that could go wrong went wrong for them and just did not play characteristic Willie Fritz football. So, uh, you know, one of the top teams in our league uh, – doesn't surprise me. I've known Coach Fritz for a long time. I've faced him, you know, at multiple institutions. And so he's always got a certain type of team. And they're going to be very hard-nosed. They're going to play really, really hard. Uh, they have a defense that's ranked in the top ten in the country in a lot of the major categories. Uh, they have an experienced offense. Their quarterback should be back this week. And he's, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, Michael Pratt. Um, you know, they're just a solid football team. Uh, you know, the, the, to be able to beat Houston without Pratt, I think says, you know, that says a lot about what kind of team they are. So um, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, but, you know, I said last night on our radio show, I think they've got a tough game too. You know, it's two really good football teams that are going to square mm-hmm. off down there. So we'll have to be ready to play our best game of the year. How about uh, how about your, your, your skilled players on offense? Let's talk about uh, the week that they had. Uh, Holton was just named – Holton Aylers was just named the American Offensive Player of the Week. He was spectacular on Saturday. Coming off of a game where, you know, he made that mistake at the end of the Navy game, and but he took responsibility for it. But uh, he came back and played lights out, played as good as anybody could play, I think, on Saturday. And, and uh, uh, C.J. Johnson had an unbelievable day. I mean, you, you've just got – I made the comment to Patrick yesterday that I think East Carolina has better receivers than the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> after, after I watched those two games back, yeah. I mean, I'm serious. I think our guy, you know, you may have three pro receivers there. Talk about your uh, your skilled offensive players. Well, I'm happy we have them, and uh, certainly it's um, it, it's it's we're a lot more explosive than we have been, uh, you know, in the past several seasons. And so, uh, you know, it's I like the distribution we had Saturday. I thought Holton did a good job spreading the ball around. When you look at uh, C.J. had seven targets, Ryan Jones had ten targets, Isaiah Winsett had nine targets, Shane Calhoun had six targets, uh, the backs had several targets. Uh, so you know you had it wasn't you know C.J. had the monster day because he was the most productive with his targets, but you really spread the ball around very very well to where you know opposing defenses can't just say well we got to stop C.J. Johnson. Well, okay, if you, if, you, if you put two or three guys over there to try to stop C.J. Johnson, 
somebody else is going to come through. And that's really what we wanted when we were putting this offense together. Uh, so it's good to see that come together the way it did this past Saturday. We played the comment, Coach, about. Uh-oh. Patrick, you may have to refresh there. Try again. Somehow we just lost you. Try it again. <laughs> the modern miracles of technology, Coach. All right, Patrick. Coach, uh, we, you talked last night about CJ and, and the unfortunate uh, uh, circumstance his family is facing. I, I think that story this year, while when you watch the telecast, they, they concentrate on all the you know things that might have happened in the past, you and I have talked a lot about what he has done with this opportunity, and it, and obviously it paid off on the field. But you look at kind of what he was dealing with personally this right. week, uh, and uh, I'd rather talk about how productive he's been. And I want to hear about yeah. how if he's lived up to those obligations, because by all accounts he has. Well, I mean, I, I think he's going to be a, a story for me to use with players in the future of – what you can do when you when you get yourself together off the field uh, and prioritize, you know, what's most important to you. Um, you know, it carries over on the field. It also carries over in your personal life. And that, it, you know, it's 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 very unfortunate that his family is going through this. Uh, certainly, his grandmother was, you know, kind of the, the cornerstone of his life, um, and you know, an important uh, part of you know raising him. Um, and someone that he will have, you know, incredible memories for the rest of his life. Uh, and, you know, he played that game in her honor. Um, but, you know, for him to be able to handle everything last week, you know, his maturity and just having his life together allowed him to do that. You know, it allowed him to uh, be able to, 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 to process and, uh, you know, navigate what is a very, very difficult emotional situation um and so i just think it's it's another example of his growth um and i'm just i'm i'm proud of him um you know we've, we've tried to be there to support him the last several weeks in any way we could as as she has been going through this uh and will continue to do so but uh just his growth uh and just his his improvement off the field is the reason you're seeing the improvement on the field Let's give a little shout to the defense. I know there may have been some some plays uh, and some missed assignments here and there that uh, you continue to use as teaching uh, moments uh, in the film room. But uh, a goal line standing, you get a victory. There was the takeaway in the red zone as well. I mean, this this defense continues to just uh, answer the bell when they need to in, in key moments. Well, I will say this. You know, I, I was frustrated with the way we played in the third quarter defensively. Um, mm -hmm. Looking back – um, at the film, uh, South Florida had a lot to do with that. I'm just telling you, yeah. if, if yeah. they if they get their stuff together to play four quarters the way they did the third quarter, they're as good as anybody in our league. Um, and you know they, you know, Bohannon, Horn, Weaver, Batie, you know, those skill guys are you know some of the best skill guys in the American Conference. Um, Bohannon was all conference in the Big 12 last year, so he was one of the best skilled players in the in the Big 12 conference last year. So that had a lot to do with it. Um, but you're right. I mean, the the two the two plays inside the five yard line probably are the game because the first, you know, Julius Wood stripping Bohannon in the first half, and he was trying to go in to make it 14-7, giving our offense the ball back, and then we score three plays later to go up 
later to go up 21 nothing. That's a huge momentum swing in the ball game. And then, you know, with eight minutes to go, they're getting ready to score to make it a two-score game. Um, you know, it's it's going to get hairy. And so that goal line stand right there, you know, kept them out of the end zone. And then our offense did a great job of never giving the ball back to them. So, you know, able to have a you know seven-minute offensive drive to finish the football game is pretty incredible. So, uh, those two, those two plays right there inside the inside the five yard line probably are the ball game. Today's Houston huddle, as it is each week on the Patrick Johnson Show, is brought to you by Healthwise Pharmacy and Vital Care of Greenville. Right now, Ben B Baby Byram with a ninety four three the game sports update. Thanks, Patrick. First, the good news as far as ECU football goes. Holton Aylers named the American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Week after his 465-yard and six-touchdown performance in Boca Raton against South Florida. Receiver C.J. Johnson guarded the distinction of AAC honorable mention as he caught a record time four touchdowns in the victory. On Inside ECU Athletics with Coach Mike Houston from Logos Roadhouse last night, heard on 94.3 The Game, Coach Houston told Pirate Nation that C.J. was playing with a heavy heart. He and his family had a tough couple of weeks. Uh, his, his grandmother had been uh, ill for a while, uh, but just, you know, her passing, she was kind of the, the rock of the family. Uh, and, you know, somebody that was very, very important to CJ, helped raise him. Uh, and so, you know, he had a lot on him. Uh, you know, he, he and the family were very adamant that, you know, he, he wanted to play. He, he didn't miss a day of practice. Um, and I just, you know, I was so proud of him just, you know, to be able to have a day like that and, you know, to honor his grandmother's memory the way he did and uh, just, you know, made, made it for a pretty special ending to a tough week. Now the bad news that MRI has confirmed a right knee injury to ECU running back Rajay Harris, and he will miss the remainder of the season after surgery. Unfortunately, he's going to miss the remainder of the season. That's that's tough. You know, I, I met with him yesterday when we had everything confirmed, and it's just it's just so your heart breaks for him. Just what a positive human being. In addition to being a positive part of our program, he's just such an incredible young man. And um, I just I would give anything if I could take this away from him. But I, I told him that there's there, there's a reason. You know, it's hard to understand, but there's a reason this happened. Um, you know, we're going to be right by his side you know the whole way through and help him through this and um, the good thing is it's something that uh, he should make a full recovery from uh, and so he is very driven already I mean you know, I've talked about it but it's going to be a, a hard road and we're going to have to be there to support him. Coach Houston says that Keaton Mitchell out due to an injury against USF is expected to play on Saturday at Tulane. Meantime, Pop McKay continues to be hampered with a minor injury since preseason camp. The Panthers are sticking with Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Oh, my goodness. Head coach Matt Rule spoke to the media yesterday and said, I think Baker's our quarterback. He went on to say the team has to find ways to help him and the other guys. Rule also said quarterback Sam Darnold isn't close to returning after suffering a high ankle sprain during the preseason. Carolina welcomes the 49ers to Charlotte on Sunday. Should be a bloodbath. Should be a massacre. Carolina remains undefeated in the NHL preseason after an 8-1 blowout victory over the Blue Jackets. The team will try and keep the momentum going tonight 
They take on the Sabres in Buffalo. And Miles Bridges will likely miss the start of the NBA season as his court case was delayed. The Charlotte Observer reports Bridges' assault hearing was pushed back to Friday after originally being scheduled for September 29th. Police say Bridges assaulted his girlfriend in front of their two children at a Los Angeles home back in June. The restricted free agent has at least one supporter in LaMelo Ball who said he hopes to get him back on the team. The Hornets open their season on October 19th in San Antonio. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Byron. We'll hear from our daily pirate report. Comments from Holt Ehlers, Coach Mike Houston, Miles Berry, and more. On other side is a quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Online or on the go. Love it. Log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com. To listen to our top-rated programs throughout the day. You need to. Tell your smart speaker to stream 94.3 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers are available. Sorry about that. I screwed it up. Let me do it again. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers available now online at the all-new 943thegame.com. And now, back to the P-Man, the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. I'm told there's quite a question in our uh, vast soundbite roster today. And uh, we'll save it for the very last one because I think that's kind of... uh, it's where it belongs. It'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best question that's been asked all year at an ECU press conference. Now, Cookie, remember there was a rule: only speak when spoken to. Okay, him. sorry, I'll shut up. Yeah, that's fine. Oh no, no, don't, don't be that harsh, Cookie. Patrick's the king, and you're a lord. Yeah, okay, don't that's fair. That. <laughs> well, what does that make all you right. a peasant then? Oh, oh, oh snap! Oh, oh, oh snap! Don't forget who body like slammed you. I, I, Cookie. I like it. Thank That's you. Good stuff. That's good stuff, Cookie. You've you've earned some uh, respect. All right, uh, let's start with Avery Jones, who says uh, he thinks everything's falling into place right now. Uh, I think just uh, what the O line did, moving the um, offense, defensive front, um, you know, just creating the second level, getting to that second level. I think the blocking went good. I think the O line did what they had to do. Holt was making the passes he had to make. CJ had a hell of a game, so I think everything just fell into place. Wow. All right. Uh, Avery Jones with uh, the crowd. You know, it's kind of like playing back in the COVID days uh, with uh, the uh, game being moved to Boca a few days before at USF. Uh, kind of reminded me of the COVID year. So, I mean, uh, it wasn't too out of the ordinary for me since I, well, that was my first season playing college football COVID year. So uh, it wasn't too bad. They had some fans out there, so it was a little noise. But all right, uh, Avery Jones uh, on today's uh, Pirate Report uh, with some other players, including Holt Nailers and Miles Baring, Gerard Stringer. But we uh, are hearing more from Avery Jones on uh, having uh, what was certainly Saturday an explosive offense. Yeah, I think we're, we're an explosive offense. So that's what I expect when we go out there and play. Uh, when that doesn't happen, I'm kind of like, you know, expecting that to happen at some point. So. Yeah, I think that's how our offense is going to be moving on. Avery Jones, who played uh, scholastically at Havelock, and Havelock had a big win last night against D.H. Conley. Uh, Avery Jones on the uh, unfortunate news about the uh, Rajay Harris injury. Uh, yeah, I felt bad for Rajay. Um, great player, great guy. Uh, you never want to see a guy like that go down. Um, so, you know, we felt bad for him. 
uh, we're going to stick beside him, help him get through it uh, when he can get back. Avery Jones, uh, the uh, UNC transfer there. Ben, you know, the the whole um... – yeah, and you expect it, obviously, but I, you know, I think there's like genuine uh, hurt from these guys for for Rajay because of what happened to him. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, injury. it didn't seem like coaches speak last night on the coaches show when Mike Houston said he's just a good person, he's a good guy to have around. Like, just not having him in the locker room, not having him healthy on that team is a huge loss. I mean, everybody seems to love him. Um, that's got to be a huge. Uh, that's got it. That's got to hurt a lot. Especially you don't have Keaton either, or Keaton's kind of in doubt for this weekend. Houston says he might play. No, but... he's he confirmed today Keaton Mitchell is full go for this week. All right, full there go. There we go. Uh-huh, full Was go. Is that the word? That is that the, the word, word, and it is brought to you via our Twitter. He is full go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Hey. Why don't you read Twitter, Ben? Yeah, I guess I should read our Twitter more. <laughs> I, I thought I had peasants uh, taking care of that, the but live tweet, I'm the peasants. <laughs> the live tweet guy does a great job. You should uh, look at it. Oh, my God. This guy's becoming insufferable, <laughs> and I'm the one getting hate mail. Uh, oh, yeah, you are getting some some haterade, uh, undoubtedly. So, But that's okay. Oh, I love that's that. That's okay. Yeah. Well, don't tell him that, Ben. Well, no, I, no, um, I, I, I think <laughs> – <laughs> no, I want these. I want these more. I want to hear these morons. Whoa, have to say. whoa, yeah, whoa! They, okay, yeah. Let's not insult <laughs> the the good people of Greenville, right? Cookie, you know what good the problem people. is. You let you you give Ben like enough. You know, just a little bit. He goes. He goes too far. All right. Um, Holton Aylers, reigning AAC Player of the Week on offense. Uh, Pirates with a, a gargantuan amount of yards. And uh, Ehlers, uh, with a splendid six-touchdown passing performance, he talked about C.J. Johnson's play on Saturday, who caught four of those six touchdown passes. Yeah, it meant a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, kind of growing up with him uh, through high school and kind of knowing before that and then coming here. So, obviously, I know his grandma meant a lot to him, helped raise him in a lot of ways. So, it was good to see him go out there and play for her. Yeah, the news uh, coming out that his uh, grandmother has uh, passed. She had not been well the last few weeks. CJ uh, playing with a heavy heart with that. I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, that's that's certainly uh, something that uh, is really really tough. I know uh, to to have to you know play with that and kind of think about that, uh, have that on your mind. Uh, the football practice field, the stadium. It's probably a bit of a refuge for him to to kind of concentrate and think about something else other than that, uh, I'm sure. But uh, the job that C.J. Johnson has done, and Coach Houston talked about it in the interview we uh, re-aired there with the uh, Houston Huddle, uh, that he now is, you know, he's really become a more centered person in a lot of ways. Uh, he's grown up in a lot of ways, and, and maybe a year ago he would not have handled all of that in the manner in which he did. And, and you can't obviously tell anybody how to grieve, but – you know, it, it would have probably been more difficult for him to deal with, potentially, is kind of how I read those comments. All right, uh, more from Holt Naylor's, uh, who says he feels good about the win against the Bulls. Yeah, it did. You know, we executed really well. We had a really good game plan going in. I uh, get the ball down the field early. Um, so, obviously, we didn't play like we wanted to the Navy game, so it was good to go out there and, and play good um, versus South Florida. So, we got, a, we got a big one this week, one of the top defenses in the country. Um, big one for the conference race. We've got to go out there and continue this and be even better this week. Hold Naylor's on uh, Saturday, reminding him of the Conley days between he and C.J. Johnson. I was kind of thinking about it after. I was like, dang, you know, we 
really did do this like every game in high school, it seemed like. So uh, those were fun days, and obviously Saturday was super fun too. So, you know, hopefully can kind of recreate that going forward. It's interesting. Conley and Rose, you know, play Friday night, Ben. And That's always uh, we'll a big have, one. We'll, yeah, we'll have Will Bland later in the week, uh, the Rose coach, on on with us. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of um, – they did that a few times. That was a down year for Rose, and they took advantage of it uh, old in senior year. I mean, it was the proverbial man among boys. Uh, Holton Ehlers, uh, thoughts on the matchup coming up Saturday against Tulane. Yeah, they're a really good, well-coached team. You know, obviously last year they had a tough thing with a hurricane. Um, they had a lot of injuries, so – um, they had a, they had a rough year last year, but there was a lot of external factors that went into that. But they're a really good coach team. You got really good players. Play tough. You know, a lot, a lot of programs a lot like ours. You know, there's discipline. You know, um, you know, good good culture and stuff like that. So uh, they're gonna be a really good team. Their defense is, is really good. Like you said, physical. Um, doesn't do a whole lot of things. Just you know what they do. They do it really well. Uh, so we're gonna have to go out there and, and execute really well Saturday. All right, and then you have uh, let's go to 13 here. Ben Gerard Stringer who is out of the Tidewater area for the uh, Pirates. Stringer, uh, a senior on this uh, team, one of the uh, guys of the secondary, safety for ECU. Let's uh, hear from Gerard Stringer on uh, what makes uh, a goal line stand. And look, he would know Pirates have had several this year. What makes these goal line stands possible? It started with practice. Uh, we practice hard, so like we know we got to ball back. Every time they get in the red zone, we can't, we can't let them score. And uh, Gerard Stringer on protecting the house. We gotta protect. We gotta protect our house. So that's that that that, that touchdown. That's our house. So that's what we we live on. That like we have to we have to protect that. And no matter what, we have to get the job done. And then Gerard on uh, Stringer going uh, going hard in practice and how that Off- leads to the games being easier. Go ahead, Ben. Offense, uh, scout team, like whatever, whoever's in the front of us, like we're gonna practice hard so we can do it in the game. All right, now we go to the Miles Berry portion because it ends with uh, something that uh, we'll break down. But let's start with uh, Miles Berry on the similarities between – well, before we get to Miles Berry, I will say this, Ben. Uh, you know, there's been some some uh, good uh, – I, I really like the job that Malcolm is doing bringing the different players through. I agree, yeah. I, I think mean, it's, I, I, it's really good. I, I I really like that he's doing that. Yeah, and this is not like a diss on anybody or anything like that, but in years past, we kind of got the same old, same old, and that's fine. Usually it was the best players, but, you know, it's interesting to have different perspectives, especially with this defense where um, this, yeah. this is a credit to the defense. There's not really a guy that stands out as the guy or the star. Everybody's kind of doing their part, and I think that's important to have at a press conference different perspectives from that defense coming forward and talking to the media and just seeing where their head's at and how everything yeah. works. I think it's so a great, great job on his part. Kudos, Malcolm Gray, for making this happen. All right, uh, Miles Berry on the similarities between Tulane and ECU. Really, them being a very physical, hard-nosed team like us, uh, we have a lot of similarities. I feel like a lot of their skill, uh, skill position are like a lot similar to ours. Um, but very physical defense, very... Um, downhill offense runs the ball gets it to a lot of uh, good explosive receivers so it's a lot of similarities in that miles berry's expecting a good close game against tulane yeah most definitely uh they had some injuries in 2020 and uh they but they were a good football team in 2020 and we just we we played really well against them last year so i'm i'm expecting a good game i'm really they 
they're they're rolling this year. Um, they their one loss was was a very close loss, and we've had some close losses also. So yeah, I'm expecting a really good physical game, just like every week. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. Interestingly enough, both these teams could be unbeaten coming in. I mean, it was kind of a, a last second close loss to uh, Southern Miss for Tulane, and then uh, the Pirates obviously are a couple kicks away from maybe. In the words of being, Coach yeah. Houston, they are two plays away from being 4 and a, or at least before yeah. entering the right. last game. Yeah. Thank you, Cookie. Uh, Miles Berry on the team's red zone success defensively. Uh, really, well, well, hats off to uh, Coach Harrell. You know, he, he his schemes and, and the different pressures that we bring on in the red zone have been very successful. And But I just... Really, I tell my teammates, you know, it's time to bow up. You know, this is our territory. We're defending this end zone, and we don't want them to get in. And we've just been having crazy success in, in the red zone, and we're going to continue that. All right, that's today's Pirate Report. Now we get to something that I have no idea what this is about. Uh, Chris Cook and Miles Berry, we have ex- an excerpt of a conversation and I'm not going to say anything to Miles Berry because he's a strong football player. And but Cookie, well, no, you're a wrestler, Cookie, so I can't really. This is. I'm this a little is, bit of uh, a pro athlete myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that because you are an athlete. It's just funny the way you said it, Cookie. That was that. This this could be a coming out party for Cookie today, Ben. Sounds good to me. Um, Cookie uh, and Miles Berry. You got well, uh, Cookie. I'll let you introduce this cut because I, I, I'm, I'm a little lost about what exactly when what happened here. I guess someone asked about Game of Thrones just in passing. Yes, is there right? is a new uh, prequel to the old show Game of Thrones that I'm very into. My favorite show right now. One of the nerdiest things I like, but I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? Gotta support the nerd culture. This question was brought up to him, and I was like, "There's no way I'm like letting this die out without me asking a question." So then you leaped in. I leaped right in. One yes, of- sir. So am I to understand that it was kind of just a passing question? Hey, did you see the Game of Thrones episode and, and Barry? No, this was made- like with everyone, their recorders still going and all that. Oh, okay. And then you, Cookie, sees with a follow-up question. Sees the opportunity, yes. Because Any chance I get to nerd out over Game of Thrones, I'm going to take it. Okay, let's uh, let's hear what Lord, Lord Christopher and Miles Barry discussed. Yeah, this week was crazy. Uh, it, was a, it was a great episode this past week, so... Looking forward to it. It's like three episodes left. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Who's your favorite character? Ooh, right now in House of Dragon. Uh-huh. I'm a Damon guy myself. Okay, I like Damon. I I really like. I didn't like the son Aemon at first, okay. who, but I kind of gotta respect his his determination to get that dragon, you know. So <laughs> I have I have a couple favorites. Now let me just be clear. I have no idea what you're talking about. No clue. Patrick, not a member of the nerd community. Yes, Mm-mm, we're aware. No. And then before we started the segment, some topic came up about some character for Halloween or something. Yeah, and, and I didn't know somebody... that you had never heard of Darth Maul. Like, have you never seen a single Star Wars movie? Like the, uh, the Ewoks when I was a kid. Do I have to explain You're Darth Maul to you? I'm sure you've seen him. He's killing me I don't here. really, I don't want to be, have it explained to me because here's the thing, guys. I don't need to know. I, it, it will not change my life one way or the other. I think other. it would absolutely change your so life. So I just, no, I don't think it would. I don't think we need to know. I don't need to know who 
uh, Mothball is or whoever this character you you have from Star Wars. There's he, too many. St- Can I give you my hot take on the Star Wars? There's too your, much of it now. I, I might be too much this. of it now. I, I absolutely it, agree. It's like Marvel. There's yeah. too much of it. It's, it's too much of it. It's now. not interesting. Oh, I'm loving it. No. Yeah, it's not no. interesting at all. I mean, no. It, it's it, it's gotten out of hand. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, let's. Stop. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. It's if the if they kept it at the the original three and then maybe the two or three after, but they've gone berserk on this thing. I think the biggest trick Hollywood's playing right now is convincing these grown adults that uh, superheroes are not for kids. All right, wait. I mean, you're saying they're just got, for kids? Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. this is this stuff is childish. Comic books, yeah, you shouldn't be reading childish. them past. Look like at Ben taking a years old. huge crap on my whole like existence right now. <laughs> Look, I mean, every Marvel movie is the same. It's childish. You got to stop, Cookie. You got to get out in the world. You got to go do your thing. You got to be an adult. Stop it. Taking wow. a huge crap on <laughs> what is my life? Yes, it's just the truth. I'm telling to you as a friend. So You're cookie, walking around I, calling yourself Lord Christopher. That's a problem. Yeah, that is a little. You're too, too nerdy. Is that the You're problem? You're too far I, gone. Oh, I got to side with. I got to side with Benjamin here. Calling yourself your Dungeons and Dragons name in real life. It's not. It's Come a video on. game. Come on. Don't don't make me sound that nerdy. I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. He called me a peasant. <laughs> well, that. Well, hey, if the shoe fits, that brother. Was, <laughs> that was a yeah. good. That was a good line. I have to give him. I have to give him that. That was He's a good line. He's too far gone. You know, but I'll say this, though, Ben. You kind of had this uh, kind of hard-to-conceive passion for combat sports. You know. I feel like that that's a little right acceptable, there. you know, watching boxing no, you and at a, you were at a little, No, it's fine. You were at a little bit of a level. You threw the... Throw wrestling in there. Don't don't hide behind that's, your that's wrestling. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, I got two yeah. wrestling oh, figures in front of me right now. Super nerdy. <laughs> yeah, you are not out of the rest, nerd culture wrestling today. Wrestling is the worst of the worst. I'm kind of ashamed to be a part of it sometimes. Yeah. I well, imagine sure. how I feel. Yeah. So you're yeah, really you are in, a pro wrestler. You're in, yeah. You're you're in there. Are you a comic book collector, Cookie? I am. Yes. So let me get this straight. Okay. You're complaining about a chicken sandwich going up like two bucks, right? Yet you obviously have an HBO subscription because you wouldn't be able to watch this otherwise. I split it with my roommate, yes. And you have collect comic books, which are can be quite costly, right? Well, no, I, I just get the old cheap ones. I think, Cookie, you need a financial planner. I, I think that would be a great uh, addition to my think, life, yes. I think you need to, to, to get somebody to sit down with you and let's do a budget so you're not maybe spending so much money on the nerd. And so stuff. now I can get food, yeah. You can get food because you, you, <laughs> you had to run out in the middle of the night to get candy and nothing was open. I'm not kidding. This guy lives on McDonald's. I don't know how he's so in shape. He eats nothing. I work McDonald's. out. Yeah. But you're eating wow. McDonald's, though. I mean, you can't. They say you can't outwork a bad diet. You can out. Oh. I can outwork a bad diet. I'm, I'm the one person. Maybe you're the exception. I'm yeah. the exception, yeah. Maybe there's exception something to you to being role. Lord Christopher. All right. There might be. Well, this has been. Uh, Hey, good for you connecting. Look at Cookie connecting with uh, one of the guys. You've made a friend for life, Cookie. For sure. Next time I see him, I'll be sure to be. Life. I'll be sure to ask about how what he thought about the last episode. He'll be like, "Dude, I'm you sh- still watch that? Get away from me! Yeah. I watch the Dahmer <laughs> show now. I'm all about the Dahmer show now. Get out of here." <laughs> yeah, 
my wife started the Dahmer show. I think and, that uh, it's 10 out of 10. Uh, it's very, I don't know, it's too real for me. It's very depressing. No, but isn't that what makes a movie or a show good? Like, if it's, like, so real that you're like, wow, I, like, I'm sometimes forgetting that this is even it's one a show. Of, it's one of those things that's so grotesque I can't look away. It's like, what's going to happen got, next? She got it. Jill got into it and then asked me, did I want to watch it? And I said, well, no, not really. And she said, good, because I've already, like, six episodes into it, <laughs> and I don't want to watch it with you to catch up. None. And we're only like on two episodes of Cobra Kai, and that angers me at this point. Ooh, Cobra but I Kai. I think it may have. I think it may have run out of steam. Hey, let's be real. Cobra Kai is a little nerdy as well. Cobra Kai is. is up there. Yeah, there you go. It is. We can get you. But on that's something. from my youth, Ben. That's from my youth. Okay, There's that's a little fair. Bit of Patrick's moved on from his nerdy days. Right. Well, I don't know about that. Just different nerdy things. It did surprise me you didn't know Darth Maul. That's. I mean, I was actually I, shocked not, when you said that. He's every nerd's I'm favorite, not, though. Is he? Well, that would explain quite a bit. All right. Uh, great job, Cookie, today. Good Appreciate job, Ben. It. Good job as well. Hey, Cookie, it was a, it was a big day for Cookie. It was a it was a coming out party. I think he was uh, he was a big star today. MVP as always. Yeah. All right, uh, we will be back to wrap up uh, uh, just a, a jam packed edition of the Patrick Johnson Show after this. North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. So a fun, action-packed, and intellectually stimulating edition of the Patrick Johnson Show today as uh, we get ready and get closer to game week. Coming up on uh, Saturday, uh, our airtime is going to be at 12 noon with Pirate Game Day Countdown. And then at 12.30, it's uh, Bush Light Pirate Game Day Countdown. Terrence Copper and myself will get you ready for ECU and Tulane coming up on Saturday. We'll uh, have the network uh, chime in, and we'll join that at 2.30 with the uh, Bud Light Tailgate Show, and uh, that'll be taking place from New Orleans. And uh, we'll have uh, network coverage for you, not only here, but also on 107.9 WNCT. We'll get you through the game and then uh, wrap things up with the uh, Pirate Post Game Show, uh, hosted by uh, yours truly. Big thanks to Mike Houston today, all the Pirate players, uh, Philip the Ref Pilkington, and Cookie, who was getting out there and uh, making a name for himself today. Good job, Cook. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you later in the week. And uh, Ben B. Baby Byram, great job as always. Benjamin, have a good night, okay? You too. You too. Take it easy. Don't watch that wrestling now. We're above (laughs) that. Tonight is a – I think tonight's going to end up being kind of a work night, unfortunately. So pizza work night is what I think it's going to wind up being. Oh, nice. Where are you getting the pizza from? My wife has some designer place she's getting pizza Oh, it's all bougie and stuff? Yeah, it's bougie. It's put bougie. I think it's a food pizza. truck bougie. I think they do. I think they do. I, I don't know how I feel about that. So I'll, I'll report back on that tomorrow, possibly. We'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, big thanks to everybody. We will catch you tomorrow, and uh, we'll have a Chico's giveaway uh, tomorrow in addition to everything else right here on the Patrick Johnson Channel.